Hey guys, happy Friday. Hope you're doing well today. One of the topics I've been exploring in school these past few weeks is learning about the different models to understanding depression. And, you know, there's so much research about biological and cognitive reasons and behavioral. One of the ones that I was really um, fascinated by in the psychodynamic model, which is really based on Freud and theories of the unconscious, something really profound um, that I read, I had to read it over a hundred times, where it says they what they really changed about understanding um, depression and our emotional states is that they started to recognize that abnormal functioning might be rooted in the same process as normal functioning. Meaning, and I think we could all kind of relate to this, a lot of our perhaps maladaptive or, you know, behaviors that are maybe not so helpful, but you know, our sadness, our anger, our frustration, all of those things, they're often rooted in our normal behavior, meaning rooted from it. They're actually, we develop them usually because of defense mechanisms to maybe needs that are not being met to a really stressful environment. And they're rooted in us. This is what I'm taking from it. They're rooted in us trying to respond to something that's really not working. And often what you learn later on is that a defense mechanism that you had in childhood, like maybe you daydreamed because there wasn't, you you know, there wasn't enough attention or maybe you learned to become really strong and rationalize everything or not become too emotional, whatever it is, all of these things help you deal with your life and your environment. And then later on in life, you start learning that perhaps these are not working. And often, for example, with depression, it's, the, the the behaviors that you have when they become too excessive, that's when they become an impairment. And that's when you realize I can't live with this. So why I found this so fascinating is that in this week's Torah portion, we have this like such a paradox between two huge themes. One is the instructions for Aaron, who's Moses' brother, to light up the menorah every single day in what was like the traveling synagogue with them, the Mishkan. And every day he would light this big, beautiful menorah. And this whole beautiful theme it's in the parasha of Balatra, it's all about lighting up. Um, you have to take steps up to the menorah. So it's like themes of like how we, how we become elevated and how we find purpose and meaning through helping light other people up. And, and, you know, I want so that we find our purpose when we connect what we love to do and what we feel is needed from us. So when we sh- like, you know, when you think about that, some people use social media and some people use their careers and some people use it in their, um, with their friend circle or with their family, but how we can find um, elevation through sharing with others. Um, but in contrast, like the theme that comes right afterwards, um, which is a huge bulk, which is this huge the um, journey of the Jewish people literally just starting to become such complainers um, in the desert. You can, I mean, you can understand them in many ways, but they literally just go and it's going to continue for the next few weeks. And this week they're complaining about, they had this um, food that they would receive in the desert. It was called mun. It was like this white substance that could really taste like anything that helped feed them. And everybody started complaining and crying. When are we going to have meat? Why did we leave Mitzrayim? Why did we leave Egypt? Like we're sick of this. And it's this really kind of big protest and rebellion um, against like this miracle of food that they had, but they wanted something else. I think we could probably all understand that, that, you know, we have, we could have so much in life, but it's natural, like the phenomenon of upward comparison. We're always comparing about what we don't have. And 
it's really, you know, interesting that God's response is like, I'll give it to you and I'm going to give you meat for a month, but soon you're going to become repulsed by it. Like it's going to become way too much for you. And because he says, you're rejecting me in this, like you're not recognizing that you do have um, much of what you need right now. But the main, um, the main question is that in Jewish mysticism, there's a beautiful discussion of like why these topics are connected, the lighting up of this beautiful menorah. Um, and right next to this, this whole story of the Jewish people complaining about wanting meat and not having enough food. And the, the leader of Chabad, the Rebbe, has a beautiful explanation on this. The way he says that what it's really revealing is that there's really like this burning flame. There's this there is this divinity and light that is in our rebellions. Like when we're fighting things, um, when we're fighting against something, it's because there's something underneath there that's not working. There's something underneath there that's, that's, that's shallow, that's, that's not in line with the light, with the flame, with the menorah that's within us. And so we're fighting it. And he says it right here. He explains that in this story, that it, it's exposing, the rebellion is exposing that they're, what they really are is that they're revulsed and that they're, they're sick of their current shallow relationship with God. They had all these miracles and they were in the desert and it wasn't working for them anymore. They started, they say in the, in the phrases, nafsheno yuvesha, our appetite, our soul is dulled. Like through the journeying, they've become, they've become complacent, they've become distant and they're in this place of despair. And in a sense, the Rebbe talks about it like this, like, if this is all that a divine life, if this is all what it means to be Jewish, I want nothing of it. And that's really what was underlying the rebellion. And I think that's so powerful because so much of like when we're going through a struggle, particularly in a spiritual struggle, it's really a cry for a, a deeper understanding, a more sophisticated connection or a more pure connection, whatever it is. It's us saying like, I don't want anything to do with this if it's not meaningful and real to me. And so it's really our like we started off in the beginning, it's really um, our struggles are really a hint, are really rooted in our behavior of trying to fix something that's not working. And so what can you look at in our life that is not working for you, but really is coming from a place where you're, it's really coming from a burning desire to get something more of what you want in your life, a deeper connection with God or with your identity, a deeper connection with the people around you. And yeah, wishing you Shabbat Shalom. I think on a national level, we're all seeing that too, when people become fed up with what is. And all of us trying to figure out, well, what is it? What can we bring to the world to, to make this better? So Shabbat Shalom to you.